Welcome to STEAM State of Mind, your favorite source for all things STEAM education. STEAM State of Mind. This isn't just science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. It's a state of mind, a different way to approach education in the classroom. STEAM State of Mind. Enjoy these conversations with educators, students, and community members as we explore what it means to be in a STEAM state of mind. STEAM State of Mind. Hey there, Burn. It's Carrie and Burn, and this is Steam State of Mind podcast. How are you doing today? I am doing great. Life That's is awesome. good. Life is good. It's beautiful outside. Yep. Life is good. And we got a great guest today. With us today is Nicole Will. Nicole is our workplace or workforce, excuse me, development navigator. Hello, and is everybody. That, is that a district? position? Is that a, a high school position? What? Yeah, so it's a newly created district position, so serving students um, pre-K through 12, um, but specifically focusing at least this year and next year on middle school and high school students. So welcome. It's great to have you here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So um, you were talking about, um, you just kind of said that it's um for high school and middle school. But I know, because I work in the elementary aspect of things, that you have been sharing things with me and doing things. Um, like, and I've been together with meetings. We've collaborated on a few things and stuff. So I know you are also kind of working with the elementary yes, level, too. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We definitely have a K or pre-K through 12 um, focus. Um, and then there are certain things um, through this position that will be a little bit more specific to the older population. But yes, definitely a pre-K through 12 vision. So um, can you tell us a little bit about, okay, we'll, we'll get more into what this workforce development navigator, what that position is about. But can you give us a background about who you are and how, why are you in this position? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've been a counselor here for Kettering City Schools over at Fairmont High School for the past 10 years. Um, I worked in the career tech department, and so I really got to see and experience firsthand the positive effect that um, integrating career education into our schools can really have on students, um, our businesses, especially our in-demand career sectors, and then the community at large. And so um, when this position was being created, it was something that I knew I was really excited about. Um, as a school counselor, of course, career focus was a part of what I did, but there was also a lot um, with social emotional development yes. and um, the academic side. So now with this position, I'm, I'm really able to dedicate 100% of my time to helping students and businesses engage in um, career development and career exposure, which is really exciting. Well, and I was. What's really exciting is, if I understand correctly, and and there's a lot to this um, this position. What we're trying to do here in Kettering, what you'll what you're going to be doing, but um, this is the result of a grant that that Kettering received. It's kind of a a pilot grant in a way, um, looking at um, what what this position can do for um, workforce workforce development at at the K twelve or pre K twelve level. And then um, the whole state of Ohio is going to be looking kind of at what we're doing here 
in Kettering and, and what you're able to accomplish. So talk a little bit about um, about this grant and, and really how this this whole kind of program came about. Yeah, so we're really excited. So there was um, an Ohio team that was designed that included um, Dan Von Handorf and Sherry Alexander in partnership with Learn to Earn Dayton in the Montgomery County ESC um, through the Accelerate Ed program, which is through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Initiative. Um, and so they had been working on that really for over a year now. Um and so this PACE grant that we received, it's Pathways for Accelerated College and Career Exploration through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Um, we were one of 12 communities in the whole country who were awarded this. So oh, it's wow. really, really exciting. Um, but it's a way to help make what we're doing accessible for students across the state of Ohio to gain marketable um, credentials for career success and to really have different career exploration um, and career development opportunities. So um, specifically, uh, like at the middle school level, I'm working right now on creating some different field trip opportunities and some lunch and learns. Um, Burn, I've shared with you some different resources for mm -hmm. the elementary schools with different videos that have been created. Um, but we're really trying to focus um, these next couple years and some of those in-demand career areas. So while, of course, we're open and um we are encouraging students to do career exploration in all fields of interest. We're specifically looking at healthcare, IT, computer science. Um, and then also we've had a lot of business um, engagement and uh, different businesses reach out in the area of manufacturing, engineering, and robotics. So we're really excited about partnering and really providing career exposure to students in those areas. We've seen that a lot of students, they know about careers that they see every day, but there's right. so many more careers out there than just that. A lot of careers that students are going to have probably don't even exist yet. So really trying to keep them open-minded and expose them to all different career pathways is, is a big goal of this as well. Yeah, I think this is so exciting and it goes so well with our last two podcasts right. that we did. So yes. um, we did a podcast with Mr. C and all of the things he's doing to promote the different careers in yeah. the area with his new um um, podcast or not podcast is new PBS show, PBS show, television show, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, um, the other thing are the other last um podcast we talked about the portrait of a graduate mm -hmm. and how these skills, um, some people call them soft skills, I call them the most important skills, <laughs> you know, in <laughs> yeah. the workforce and stuff. And but what's so cool about your job, and I'm kind of, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest here. Um, I'm so excited for the job because you're going to be taking some of the workload off of my shoulders mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, because that's really a big part of STEAM education, you know, is that career aspect. Um, and so can you kind of talk about how, well, first of all, let's just talk about what's your vision for the, you know, this position and um, vision for what you want this workforce development to be about. Yeah, so again, I think a lot of my 
vision goes back to doing what's best for students. I think as educators that we're all student focused. Um, but I really think that it was my time and experience spent in career tech the past 10 years that really opened me up and allowed me to see how powerful it can be when a student knows that what they're doing every day through school, how that's going to connect to the workforce, how um, if they want to be in an automotive career, how English and math and how all of those things are going to tie together to help make them successful. Um, I really think it can serve as as a motivator for students. And so really with this position, um, being able to expand a lot of the opportunities that our Career Tech Center has created for the juniors and seniors who are in those programs to all students across Kettering City Schools. Also, we have um, a lot of business partnerships through the CTC. How can we expand those and create more and really get our community um, and our business partners in Kettering, but also the Dayton region involved in working with our students? Well, I, I was going to say, I, I would have to believe um, the strength and the growth in our, in our um, Career Tech Center over the past several years, certainly. Um, under uh, Liz Jensen's leadership, and then obviously your your partnership with her um, probably played a big part in in uh, get Kettering getting this grant. I I would think. Um, talk a little bit about and and you kind of you alluded to it. Um, you've been so involved with Career Tech and with that growth and with. Um, providing, you know, opportunities for our students to do internships mm-hmm. and to um, connect with local businesses. How how are you going to expand on that? Um, as um, and what what I guess does this new position provide you the opportunity to do in terms of expanding on on what you and and Liz and all of our career tech teachers. Um, have done such a great job of over the last couple of years in terms of connecting yeah. with really businesses and the workforce out there. Yeah. So um, we're really excited to be expanding work-based learning opportunities. Um, We're hoping that that's going to start in second semester with our non-career tech kiddos. So um, career tech has been doing that for several years now. So we're really excited for that to now expand into our junior and senior population who's not in a career tech program. And we have a whole process in place for that. We're also working really hard to strategically develop some CCP pathways with Sinclair for students who are interested in various fields. Um, So right now, specifically, I've been working really closely with Sinclair um, and the people in their health sciences division to really try to, again, make an intentional CCP pathway for kids who are interested in healthcare. Um, one thing that we've heard a lot, um, is that students have been taking dual credits and things for, for several years now. Um, but we have this term now, random acts of credits. So (laughs) they leave and they've earned these credits, but they don't necessarily 
go toward the career field that maybe they're interested in. Um, so we're really fortunate that we have, again, that really strong partnership with Sinclair. We have a transition advisor who is at the high school um, every single Monday, all day, working with students. So even if students aren't planning to go to Sinclair and maybe there's a different college they want to go to or they want to go straight into the workforce, they're still going to be um, some different courses that they need to take. So again, trying to make sure that we're intentional about advising students on what they need to take to get a certain credential um, or degree is, is really important to us as well. So for the people who are listening to this podcast and are not part of the Dayton region, you know, Sinclair is our community college. Mm -hmm. Then we have a great, a great relationship with them. And and we are so fortunate to have such a strong community college in our, um, in our community. Well, then, and then likewise, Sinclair has such a wonderful uh, matriculation, uh, you know, relationship with, with most of our Kettering four-year college, or I'm sorry, Ohio four-year colleges. So it's, it's just a, it's a amazing um, resource that we have sitting right here in our backyard for our students and students all over um, Montgomery County, really, to yeah. to take yeah. advantage of. And you know the the for for people listening, let's let's take let's expand a little bit on on what you're talking about because um, I know that that the idea is to kind of to home in on those students who maybe haven't. Um, selected a, a career tech, a CTC pathway, or maybe aren't, um, you know, going the, the honors pathway, or we have uh, international baccalaureate at our schools. We have a huge advanced placement um, program at the high school. What you're really, um, and, and you kind of, you kind of touched on this, what you're really um, looking at is, is really kind of guiding those students who, who may not really have selected a pathway yet that is going to lead to college or a career or the military or, um, you know, just the, the workforce in general. Yeah. Um, we're really excited. This year we are starting a new program called U Science, um, and we're really excited about that. So that is um, a program that we will have all students take um, in eighth grade. So it's essentially... It's kind of like brain games um, hmm. and where they'll do these different tasks. Um, but then at the end, it will say that based on the way that you answered questions, um, we think you have an aptitude, but then there's an interest portion as well and an interest in a certain career. And so it'll show how your aptitude and interest align for different careers. So we're really excited for that as well. Um, historically, we've given lots of students different interest surveys or different career inventories, but for this one to also look at students' aptitudes and get them to think about like, wow, maybe I would be good in engineering or maybe computer science is something that I would be good at that I, I never really considered um, as something we're excited about. So students, again, will they'll do those assessments in eighth grade and then um, 
in ninth or 10th grade at the high school. So we're really excited about getting that data and then using it for target um, groups of students. So uh, for instance, right now, October is manufacturing month. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've done a lot to partner with the Dayton Regional Manufacturing Association. Um, And so we're taking some different students who, again, have demonstrated an aptitude and interest in those fields. Um, We're taking 50 high school students to Worth Electronics here in the next month, and then 100 middle school students, 50 from each building, to FC Industries. So again, really excited just about the possibilities of exposing students to careers that maybe they didn't know about, getting them to see kind of what that day-to-day life is. And then um, in this position, being able to have time to create those opportunities and build those partnerships with some local businesses. So <laughs> I was thinking while she was talking, I want to take that test right now. I, know. I want to take it, see what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, exactly. To see what I <laughs> should have should be. What, yeah. I, what should I have done when I... <laughs> I took it, and yeah, some of them are really interesting. Like some of the are you different where you should be gaining the right seat. You know, being in education <laughs> was one of my top ones. That's awesome. But engineering was on there too, yeah. which blew my mind because that is not something I would have thought. And so, like, it really did yeah. kind of get those wheels to be turning. Like, huh? Maybe that would have been something that I honestly never considered. So, when I have to believe too that that, uh, like you were saying, that that kind of helps kids. I mean, you say computer science, but you know, when you peel back all the layers of what that really means, and all of the hundreds and hundreds of of career pathways you could take, and you would be in computer science, and and I would imagine that that it's going to be fun to to watch those aha moments where kids say, oh, oh, well, I really am interested in that. I, I didn't even realize that was computer yeah. science, or I, I didn't realize that was healthcare. You know, I, I, I like to work on computers, or I like to, you know, and all of a sudden, you're like hel- helping them realize and understand that that there are so many different careers out there, and that there's probably one that you're not only interested in, but could probably really be really good at. And yeah. that's what you're going to be helping kids do, which is really exciting. Yeah. And as we build that list of business partners, right. um, trying to expand different opportunities. So maybe um, they want to go into an elementary and be a classroom speaker or set up a power lunch at the middle schools. I was actually just talking with Kettering Health today um, and we're going to have some respiratory therapists out at the middle schools with um, some pig lungs and Mm. showing some different (laughs) things during a lunch and learn opportunity for kids who who might be interested in that Um, and so trying to make sure that those are hands-on experiences for our kids to really learn and be exposed is is exciting that is really awesome and you know, in, in the elementary level, um, some of the things, you know, like we really try, and you said this earlier, we really try to integrate, you know, um, what they're learning and the skills that they're learning and all of the, the math skills, the reading skills, the, um, the development of getting your, the basic knowledge of the science background and, you know, social <laughs> studies and stuff and pulling this all together and integrating it with these career connections. Um, and I think that's really important because we need to expose these students to the younger ages too and have them to understand what they're learning 
even in first grade or fourth grade or whatever grade in the elementary, has an impact on their future. Yeah, and so, absolutely. You know, um, so what do you, how do you see STEAM aligning with, you know, besides what I just said, and I may have answered your question by, you know, answering my own question by saying that, but what is your vision with STEAM education in your position? Yeah, I mean, again, I really think it all just integrates and connects, like you mentioned, um, especially the areas that we're specifically focusing on um, over these next couple years with healthcare, IT, computer science, and then engineering, robotics, and manufacturing. I mean, they fit into that STEAM model and pathway, really helping students develop um, critical thinking and collaboration and just all of those things that are going to be so important to them, not only as students in school, but then as they enter the workforce later as adults as well. Yeah, and that's really exciting. And that's why I'm really excited to work with you on these things. Um, today, just, you know, I had a rush over here because it was so exciting. I was working with a fourth grade class and they were doing one of the wonder stems from Mr. C. We, and oh, we were, they had to, um, they put on a production. It was like Reader's Theater production and they had to be the, technical directors you know of setting up the lighting for it and doing all the props and different things and um and they were they didn't realize how much you know like the because then we talked about fluency and reading and expression and all of this stuff and the vocabulary behind it um but they didn't realize how much science technology um robotics actually in some cases all go into a theatrical production. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool watching these kids. They were so excited to perform and get videotaped. And I mean, just their enthusiasm and their engagement, they kept practicing their lines and doing all this stuff. It was amazing to see. And so, you know, I think that that's where, you know, what you said earlier, that's something even in the elementary level where they don't even realize, you know, like, oh, there's a career in that. Or, oh, this can, I didn't know this was connected to this or whatever. And so I think opening those doors and those windows is something that I think you're really trying to do too with this. Yeah. So that's exciting. Well, and I, I, so we, we, we told you at our last podcast, we, we had Dan Von Handorf and, and our superintendent, Minnie McCarty Stewart, talking about Portrait of a Graduate. And I, I think, um, you know, we're, we're all always focused, I think, on that. That fits in with our district goals. That fits in with, you know, who we are as educators. How, how does that kind of align as well with, with what you're doing with workforce development and pre-K-12? Um, but, you know, that, how does that, that, that end result of that portrait of a graduate, we hope kids have when they leave us um, and go on to whatever it is they decide to do. When we look at the different pieces of the portrait of a graduate, I I really think that workforce development fits into all five of those really, really well. Um, I mean, when we think about being a global citizen and engaged collaborator, um, those are skills that students are going to need to have when they leave us. Um, I think one thing as as educators, our goal is not just to get kids 
a high school diploma, right. but it's to make them ready for the world and to be contributing members of our society um, and, and engaged in our communities. And so I think that obviously workforce development is a huge piece of that. These kids are going to go on, they're going to have careers, but also the skills that they're learning through that. So those those soft skills or career-ready skills are, mm. are so, mm-hmm. so important as well as we develop our students. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. And once again, I hate calling them soft skills. You know, I, <laughs> well, <laughs> I know that's what, what was the burn terminology you uh, decided we we're going to call well, them? I think we should call them necessary, necessary skills. Yes, or, like life skills. We can do that. Skills. Necessary <laughs> life skills. We can, yeah. we can I mean, rename it. Like, Why not? I mean, I, I personally, if I was an employee and or an employer um, trying to hire somebody, um, I can train them and, you know, teach them a lot of ways. But you know, these businesses spend millions and millions of dollars every year to help their mm-hmm. employees, how they collaborate with each other, how to be a critical thinker, how to problem solve right. and all of this stuff work together and different things. And, you know, really, you know, like we we should be working on these skills and the portrait of graduate all the way in preschool, all the way up. And that's what we're right. trying to do here in Kettering, because I would rather have somebody who can problem solve and critically think and be an engaged collaborator and a thoughtful communicator over somebody who got straight A's throughout high school and college, you know. Well, and and does it help to um, kind of identify and develop those business partnerships when they realize that as a school district, we absolutely embrace and understand the importance of those necessary life skills? I mean, does that make it a little easier to to get businesses kind of on board with partnering with you and with us as a district. Yeah. And I think too, that um, we've seen that once companies start taking some of our students in, whether it's for a field trip or them coming to one of our buildings to do a different career engagement or taking on a student um, as an intern that, um, they have been just blown away with, the work that they've seen out of our students. Um, yeah, I mean, really, really great. And, and I, I think for the students, they, they take ownership and knowing that they're representing obviously themselves, but also Kettering city schools in their building and they're proud of being firebirds. And so I, I think that's been a really great thing to see, but absolutely as our businesses, have worked with more and more of our students, they're open to working with more of them just because that, that partnership has, has been really successful. That's awesome. Ah, Carrie, this has been a great discussion. Absolutely. Nicole, great discussion. And I'm so happy. I honestly can't think of a better person for this (laughs) position than you you. and your background. (laughs) And I know it's going to be exciting as you kind of take this, um, forward and do some great things with with our students and um as i said to to um you know give uh districts across the state um kind of some data and some information uh, about um how we can um you know make worse workforce development such a, an important part of what we all do as pre-k 12 school districts yeah. because it, it really does have to be something that 
you know, foundationally starts burn with you and your kiddos at the elementary and uh, moving up through the middle school and the high school as well. So kudos to you and congratulations on, on your new yeah. position. Thank you. Congratulations. And I'm excited to see where this takes us. Absolutely. Yeah. And Burn, we do have a, an Ask Coach Schwederman question. So ah, I'm, I'm ready. ready to, if you're ready. I am. All right. So this is from Terry. And Terry said, what is the best part of being the STEAM integration coach for the Kettering City Schools? Okay, so I like this question. And this was a question that just, you know, somebody, this is somebody outside the district. There's somebody, you know, that actually lives in Columbus. And, um, and when she asked me that question, it actually was an easy thing to answer right away. Because... It, working in the Kettering City School District and working with being in the position I am in, my the thing that I enjoy the most is the collaboration that is happening and being able to sit down with teachers and talking and learning from them and learning from, you know, like, um you know, their different ideas so like that and putting it all together to make something that we all can be proud of and we work together on and then it benefits the students the mm -hmm. most. And I think that, you know, um, in the past and not just in Kettering, but in a lot of school districts, you know, um, as, you know, in the elementary, high school, and middle school, sometimes we are so independent in what we're doing and nobody knows what's happening really behind the closed door that was years ago. Um, and it, there was a lot of collaboration, but more and more we're seeing that. And I love seeing not just um, the students excited when they start doing some of the STEAM activities and the STEAM lessons and the projects and stuff like that, but the teachers actually feeling like it's a breath of fresh air. It's something that is, you know, mm -hmm. they're really getting engaged in themselves and that we worked on it together. We did it together. And it's just not another program that they're being, hey, you got to mm -hmm. read the script or you got to do this. You know, it really, I think, increases the um, the culture of the school. It increases the positive culture, the positive relationships. Um, I think it gives more energy, enthusiasm in each of the buildings I'm seeing in the classrooms. And um, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of people that it's like, Burn, you know, we need you for this. Or Burn, can you help us with this? Or Burn, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, thank God. I need now to have clone burn. You what? <laughs> we need to clone burn. <laughs> I know. Well, well, I mean, I thank God Kettering has solved that need, and we now have you know a steam leader in each of our eight elementary buildings. That's they're great and really helping out too. But it's that just seeing that spark of enthusiasm, that collaboration, that then trickles down into with their students and. Their students get so excited, you know, when they do these things. And I think it's just a shot in the arm and it increases teacher efficacy right. and everything. Well, and so. what's neat is what, what you're saying about what you love about your job as team coaches, Nicole, exactly what you said when we asked you to tell us a little bit about your vision. And it's, well, let's just do what's right for kids. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's all we want to do. That's what we're all here for, right? Exactly. All right. Thanks again, Nicole. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Burn. It was great chatting with you today. It is. Until next time. Until next time. Steam State of Mind. <laughs> <laughs>